Hey, good morning. It's Tuesday morning. It's uh, it's Andy. It's good to be back with you after taking a few uh, few days off to gallivant across Mississippi. Uh, it was a great trip, but it's uh, it's good to be back. Good to be back home. Good to be back studying the Bible with you. Good to be back together with my family, with my online family, with my church family. So it's a uh, it's good to be together. I uh, missed you. I hope I uh, hope you've missed these devotionals. I hope they uh, add a blessing to your life. And uh, looking forward to. Continuing to study God's Word with you this morning. Uh, today we're going to be in Ephesians. Uh, one of the, the New Testament reading for today comes from Ephesians 4, one of the better chapters in all the Bible. Uh, this, this part here, this section is entitled, um, The Rules for the New Life is what it's called in my Bible. And I, I just want to share with you what it says here. And this, I think this is so, so pertinent and so important for us in our world today. This comes from Ephesians 4. We'll be reading verses 25 through 32. So then, putting away all falsehood, let us speak the truth to our neighbors, for for remember for we are it, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down in your anger, and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing, rather let them labor and work honestly with their hands, so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for the building up as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you are marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness, all wrath, and anger, and wrangling, and slander, together with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, and forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. That's pretty practical advice for where we find ourselves nowadays, isn't it? I think I think and this passage comes from something interesting right before it, it talks about how um it talks about how uh they people have fallen into sin because they've allowed their minds to be darkened. And it says they've lost all sensitivity, they've abandoned themselves to licentiousness, they've become dark in the futility of their mind. And what I, I think the key passage the key for understanding this passage is what it says uh in um in verse um 27 where it says and give no room for the devil uh i think the king james may translate it don't give the devil a foothold i've always liked that notion of not giving the devil a foothold um but notice what it says so, so it says don't make room for the devil and then it shows you what this looks like so it's, it says um don't before it talked the past section before it talked about how you give yourself over to your degree and your desire and your gluttony and things like that then it says work but notice what it says work here it says thieves must give up a ceiling Rather, with their own, rather, let them labor and work honestly with their own hands. They may have something to share with the needy. So it says, stop stealing, stop being greedy, work hard. Why do you work hard? So that you have something to share with the needy. That our work is useful and that allows us to help others. It allows us to help those in need. Uh, we've been given what we have to help those in need. It says, no, let no evil talk come out of your mouth what is useful for the building up where there is need so that our words may give grace to those who hear. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths. Let no evil post come out of your fingers. What if every word we said, what if every post we made, what if everything we thought about, what if all that we did was devoted to helping others? What if, what if all of our language and all of our efforts and all that we said was devoted in helping others be edified, building up? What if we spent, 
what would it look like today if we spent our day building up others? You thought about that? What would it be like if we spent every moment that we have today building up other people? Because here's the way that works. If I spend time building you up, well, hopefully you'll spend time building me up. And if we're building each other, we're both going to have our needs met. Instead of when we tear down, the tearing down starts a cycle. I tear you down, you tear me down. We become enemies. But when I build you up, you build me up, we become allies and friends. Let no, let no evil talk come out of our mouths. James says the tongue is a restless fire. It consumes and it destroys. One of the most practical things we can do today as Christians is watch how we speak. Watch how we speak about others. Watch how we speak about those we would consider our enemies. Watch how we speak about those we consider our friends. Watch how we gossip. Watch what secrets we share. Watch our language. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with which you are marked with a seal. Put away all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander together with all malice and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving of one another as God in Christ has been has been has been has been forgiving in you. What a choice there. Kindness and tenderheartedness versus slander and evil. Y'all, this tenderhearted business is hard. Being tenderhearted is foolish. It really is. I mean, being tenderhearted is not wise. It's painful. It's going to produce hurt in your life. Um, people are going to take advantage of you. No, I mean, I mean, being tenderhearted, being forgiving, you know, that's not the way to get ahead in the world. Now, um, bitterness, wrath, yeah, those are good motivators. That, 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 that'll get you somewhere in life. Um, but that's not the way of Christ. The way of Christ, <coughs> the way of Christ, is not to get ahead in the world. The way of Christ is not to use other people to advance me. The way of Christ is not to even see others as my enemies. But the way of Christ is to seek to love others, even those with whom I'm upset, even those with whom I may feel some bitterness, even those for whom I may I may see as uh, as beyond the pale, even those that I may be furious with. To see them as those who can be forgiven in the same way that Christ has forgiven me. That seems like a very foolhardy and foolish and naive goal in today's world, doesn't it? I mean, that just that's not the way the world works. That's not life in the big city. It seems very rarely that the way of Christ is life in the big city, metaphorically. You, you can be a Christian in the big city, obviously. That our world's busy and angry and mean. And Christ calls us to put away evil talk, to put away slander, to put away hardness of heart, but to live a life of tenderness and kindness and peace and goodness and mercy and hope. Well, how do we do that? How can we do that? Well, first off, we don't grieve the Holy Spirit. We allow the Spirit to have room in our hearts to work. Allow the Holy Spirit of God to be at work in our life, to be at work on our souls, to be at work within all that we are. 
And when we allow the Spirit to work within us, the Spirit to change us, and the Spirit to transform us, then we truly know life. And that Spirit is the one that allows us to choose to follow. The Spirit is the one that allows us to choose to follow light and love and peace and grace. The Spirit's the one that shapes us. Not our own will, not our own way, not our own power. So honestly, with all this today, our first step is to make sure that we are following the Spirit of God. That we're giving the Spirit of God room in our life to grow, room in our life to be faithful, room in our life to allow us to know God better. So today, how are we empowering the Spirit in our life? For if we're empowering the Spirit in our life, the rest of it will fall into place. The Spirit won't allow us to choose hard-heartedness. The Spirit won't allow us to choose uh, those other things. The Spirit will always call us the path of God. So today in your life, are we watching our language? Are we watching our bitterness and our wrath and our malice? Are we allowing our life to be full of wrath and bitterness and malice? We're allowing the Spirit to work. For if we're doing these things, then we'll, have, then we'll truly know life. So today, friends, I hope that you're guarding your heart from sin. I hope that you're guarding your heart from hatred and anger and malice. That you're, giving a spot, that you're not giving the devil a foothold. That you're allowing the Spirit to work. Love you guys. Pray you have a great Tuesday. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. It's good to be back with y'all. See y'all then.